Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobber Knocker Podcast. As always, Nestlemania alongside for the ride is Mr. Drew Mick. Who was it? Mick Farton? What did they call him last night? Did you see that in the promo? JC. McFarton Tire or something like that? No, they called him Farton Tire. <laughs> or no, no, I'm sorry. It was Mick Farton. Yeah. Mick Farton Tire, baby. Mick Farton Tire. I'm excited. Yeah. So we watched Survivor Series, JC. I'm a survivor. I'm a forgiver. We watched Survivor Series and it was super hot fire. I liked it, WrestleMania. I thought it was a fun show. Survivor Series, I look at it as one of the fun pay-per-views of the year. It was a lot of fun. And you know what? The pre-show had a fun match in it. You're like, ah, oh, Randy Battle Royal. I don't like random things with no stakes. But you know what, WrestleMania? I like fun. And when the Miz is involved in something, it's always fun. It was a great showing for a lot of people. The final three was Miz, Chad Gable, and Dominic. You talk about Super Hot Fire. You got that right there. Uh, Miz, obviously... Uh, Dominic thought he eliminated him, but did not. The typical battle royal spot. But that left some time. It was about probably a couple minutes there where Gable and Dominic got to go one-on-one. And this was a wrestling showcase. If you didn't see this match, I suggest just tuning in for the end. But of course, Miz comes in late, wins the battle royal. I believe it's his first win since he got money in the bank. So there you go. Good for him, but also JC. Uh, he was non-existent on uh, the rest of Survivor Series and Raw, which is very interesting to me. He was tired. Tired from what? Losing most of the time? No, from winning. He won the battle royal, bro. He was tired. He was tired from winning a battle royal that didn't matter. It did matter because it was a big win. That's for the ridiculous. Mid. That's ridiculous. That's all I gotta say. You don't ridiculous. matter. You don't matter in WrestleMania. You know what didn't matter? Three men in that battle royal. All the last three men, probably. That's that's. Ah, uh, they mattered. Everybody's gonna be like, the, Nettle, you... Nettle hates everything. He doesn't like fun. He does. He does. That is literally true. No it fun. Is literally, I couldn't have said it better myself. No fun, Nestle. I hate you all. I, I fucking hate you all. Anyway, let's get into the real part of the card, folks. I mean, uh, it started off hot with the uh, men's five-on-five. And uh, I got to say, JC, uh, I believe this is a point where I'm going to lay out and say uh, I, I called everything that I saw there. That's fine. Um, well, I mean, you didn't call the first part of the match, which was my favorite part of the match. Seth Rollins sacrificed himself. He told Sheamus to bro-kick him. And he laid down and got eliminated. I thought this was a great way to start the match because we obviously know Rollins is going to go to Daddy Daycare very soon. So this, honestly, like our boy uh, Danny with one end said in our knocker thread, this could be the last time we see Seth for a while. I still think we might see him on SmackDown because I will like the back and forth between him and his teammates. But I thought Kevin Owens going, of course, freaking typical. This is what he always does. But it immediately put SmackDown in a hole. And from there, they never got out of it because it was a clean sweep. sweep. As you predicted. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Well, let's let's rerun that again. As what? Oh See, not so many. This is you're a, you're a sore winner. Some people are sore losers. You're a sore winner. That's why we like when you lose. You get the one win, Nestlemania, out of a thousand, and you become insufferable, my friend. You need to learn how to be more gracious. gracious. And then maybe we'll all rebel and bask in your glory, like Keith Lee's new music. Good transition, right? I listen. I thought that that song's better than the original, personally. That's what Agreed. I think. Because I, you know what, he sounded like he knew what he was rapping about this time. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like copy and pasted. Because <laughs> that's the thing, I, and that's my biggest gripe with most of the uh, the uh, CFO music is it seems like very computer copy and paste kind of thing. Versus this one, I'm sure it is too, was produced that way. But it felt more organic just listening to it. And he was like, you know, conducting it in a way where I was like, okay, he feels this music more than the other music. Like, it's not just like, bask in his glory, which is all what we were doing. That's all we were, like, that's the only part of the song we actually enjoyed. I'm sure when this comes out, it's going to be a banger for when you work out. You're going to, like, feel like you can lift everybody in the, you know, the Survivor Series match like he did and be like, I'm going to lift 500 pounds and then pull your back out because nobody can fucking do it except Keith Lee, you know. 
Hey, I'd be down to download that song. That'll be on my Amazon Music playlist. Bo, show. Any other thoughts on this match, WrestleMania? That ending was incredible, by the way. I don't know if we were, we don't want to undersell it. I mean, Keith Lee was out of his mind with that catching and then throwing him into the power bomb. Just amazing athleticism is Keith Lee. Uh, I know I joke about his promo skills and all that stuff, which is we'll talk about, I'm sure, on Monday. But, um, you know, besides the fact that I'm going to gloat about the whole, like, five-on-five thing, it seemed like it was a nice transition into where we were going on Monday, which I didn't mind. So I was happy that it was five-on-five because the only thing I could see was that AJ Styles may have been the one that lost, and then the rest of them won because the captain could sacrifice. But even AJ had the C on his thing. So the way that it, it was portrayed throughout the entire match, I mean, SmackDown did seem like a hodgepodge, so there really wasn't anything to talk about on, ter- on terms of the actual match. Again, you like fun. I don't like multi-man matches, so Survivor Series for me as a whole usually is a lot of like, can we just can we get to the parts that matter? But I know we have to set up the parts in order for the parts to matter. So it's it's a give and take with me where I have to be patient, which is a virtue I do not have, especially with children. I'm trying to give all my patience to my children and not wrestling. So uh, I'm sorry. That's what it is. Well, WrestleMania. You don't need patience for this next match because it was super hot fire. Yeah, it's back, folks. We got the super hot fire button. We got everything. It's a little bit back and forth for you, but now we have it back. It is the soundboard. Let's get pumped. Let's yeah, baby. Much like this match, the soundboard is super hot fire. I mean, you know what? I had high expectations for it. I thought it delivered. This was a beautiful bout of tag team wrestling. You mix in the spots. You mix in the great wrestling. You mix in the characters. New Day playing the heels, I think, is always fun within a match. We don't see it too often. But this clearly was a Street profit showcase, and the New Day went all out to showcase the best tag team in the world. The best tag team in the world. That is a stretch, I think, for a lot of people. But I, that's a very hot Go to jobberknocker.com. No, Go look, to Look, Look, so somebody gave me crap uh, when I put it out. The, the you know I posted in different places for people to look at. And one person was like, how could you put the Street Profits number one? And in my opinion, when I thought of tag team wrestling in this past calendar year, or at least November to November, as TJ would say, uh, I thought when I thought tag teams, I thought Street Profits. Right off the bat. Didn't have to think about it. So for me... Same. That's why they're number one. Doesn't mean the reigns, doesn't mean the, the, the caliber of opponents and all that BS that, that the PWI does, which is dog shit. I, I, when I think tag teams, wow. I think, I think, I, it is. Listen, if you're going to tell me that they're not jerking off John, John Moxley for that number one spot, you're high. If you think they're not sitting there jerking off the revival, they're high. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're doing it because they know that if the PWI grease, if they grease the palms there, they get the AEW little rub, they're going to end up having more to do with each other and having a working relationship. It's a whole thing. I, it's, it's nepotism at its head. That's what it is. Yeah, I will, I will say you can make a case for FDR. They were clearly my number two, but I thought, you know, you couldn't make a case for them for one. The Moxley thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but the FTR, you can make a case for. So, well, look, there's, so, so there's a lot here to, to unpack, in my opinion, because I thought this was probably one of the best matches, if not the best matches of the night. Um, New Day and uh, the Street Profits went crazy on each other. I mean, at one point, Montez looked like he died when Kofi did that dive to the outside and completely <laughs> just concussed him in a way that I couldn't even describe. And then, of course, the it, really it's the Montez show in my opinion. I mean, he stole the, the trouble in paradise. It was more of a, a setup for everybody at the end. It was the nice to have the uh, the Tower of Doom or the Doomsday Device blockbuster, for lack of a better word. I was excited for this. Um, when tag team wrestling is done right, in my opinion, it's not only just a, a, a showcase or a, a, an attraction. It is probably the best thing you can do because you have four people instead of two or three. Um, so I'm glad that this was given enough time. Uh, it, it had the moments of like, oh, hey, this isn't over. Oh, hey, this isn't over. It didn't mind me. Uh, but again, I'm sure somebody's going to call me the carpet much like TJ uh, or Ray Ray or anybody else in the thread that likes to give me shit. Uh, I don't know what the timing was in this limit, but it's felt if it was long, it didn't feel that it was long. Because it was it was nonstop action. And this is why I, I've always been a tag team wrestling guy. These are two of my favorite teams. I've been hyping up this matchup for weeks for, weeks for a reason. I thought it lived up, but I will say, I don't think it was the match of the night. We'll get to that later because it's certainly not the next match. But uh, Bobby Lashley took on Sami Zayn in a battle of the mid cards. This was uh, this was less wrestling and more Gaga. So I did enjoy it because Sami makes everything fun. I think Sami and Lashley is uh, in this in this feud. I think works a lot better than the previous feud they tried between these two. Um, but obviously Lashley does eventually pick up the win with the hurt lock. I don't care about this matchup. It was the one match, JC. The one match that I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm excited for this. And then the bell rang and I didn't care. I don't know what that it was. Is, that, that, no, 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 hold on. Hold on. 
you can't be like when you're looking at this card that that's the one match that you were looking for. I, I was. I was. When we had Street Profits New Day, McIntyre Ring, Sasha Oscar, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm not out of my mind. Listen, no, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me run that back, run that back, run that back. What I meant to say was that it was the only match that had basically set up Survivor Series in any way that made any sense. And it made me look forward oh to Survivor God. Series. That's all I'm saying. Everything else that you named you was made at the last second or didn't matter. It was like that throwing it together. That is not true. Immediately when the last pay-per-view ended, it was like these two tag teams are facing off. The two champions are facing off. Asuka and Sasha are facing off. Like, like those were all booked the same time this was booked. You're upsetting. Fake news, Seth. You're yeah. ridiculous. But now we're going to get to the match of the night from Survivor Series, in my opinion. Super hot fire. Sasha and Asuka, every time they wrestle, it is magic. It is amazing. And this was a fun ride. I enjoyed this. Just pure wrestling. I didn't need stakes or any bullshit for this, even though it was kind of Sasha trying to get her mojo back. Because last time they faced off, Asuka beat her for the Raw Women's Championship. So now Sasha can truly say she is the number one woman in the world after this match. You know that baby Yoda gave her the rub? That's why she won. She's smart. Uh, or that... That Disney Plus money, baby. That's all it is. Yeah, but Nestlemania. You know why she got that rub from baby Yoda? Because she earned her spot back. Okay. Everything that someone gets in the terms of God, they earn that. I'm not saying she don't didn't. Of, don't try to value their I'm not. I did Sasha not. Sasha Banks is the number one woman in the world at this moment. When Charlotte comes back or Becky comes back, It'll be a discussion, but right now it is undisputed. Sasha Banks, number one women's wrestler in the world. Hell, you could make a case for her to be the number one wrestler in the world, in my opinion, at this point in time. At this point in time, he says, folks. At this point in time. Yeah. For how long? The she world is on. always changing, man. It's true. She'll probably lose that moniker in less than a month, like the rest of her title reigns. Except this time. Stop it. Except this time. Stop it. No, look, I love I love this Stop match. I, I thought Sasha and Asuka did a great job, uh, obviously. It is a rerun, but a good rerun. It's one of those ones we can watch all the time. Doesn't get old. And so, look, I'm excited that Sasha won because if Asuka won, I went, yeah, we've seen that before. Or where else can we go? Because it doesn't do anything for Sasha. It did a hell of a lot more. For, I'm sorry. It didn't do anything for Asuka. It should have done more for Sasha is what I should have. And when she finally won, it made me go, okay. This time it's different, which is what we need. We need it to be different this time. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm all excited on this one. And listen, I will, I will say this much. In my opinion, it is. It was. It was super hot fire. It was what it was, folks. It was great. Uh, speaking of, not really. The next match was not super hot fire. It was a, the women's five on five match, probably WrestleMania's favorite match in the card because he loves Nia Jax. But uh, this one, you know, I thought it had some good moments. I love the shine that Peyton got. I loved uh, Lacey getting in that Spanish fly. That opened up my eyes. I was like, whoa, I forgot how athletic Lacey can be in the ring because we haven't really seen either of those two women. I thought Bianca looked great. And obviously, can't bury the lead. So Lana Seth is the number one thing going on in the Raw Women's Division right now. She was the sole survivor, as you correctly predicted, and it was an incredible moment for her. Listen, all I have to say is I corrected, you know, correctly predicted that as well. Uh, you know, it's like Nostradamus. I just know everything. And so it's great. Oh, my God. Uh, I love it. It's wonderful. You just um, leapt the dolphin. Leapt the dolphin, he says, folks. Leapt the dolphin. It is what it is. If you're right, you're right. And you're always right when you're Nestlemania. You know what I mean? Uh, but no. Uh, but <laughs> no. brain is left sometimes. Anyway, to get back to reality. Uh, this match was way too fucking long. I, I was sitting there. I must have said it twice in the thread. End it. End it. This needs to end. This needs to end. It was too long. Natty's kept screwing up everything. It was just terrible. Uh, but again, she she knows a lot more wrestling than anybody else in that match. Uh, Shayna looked fine, uh, which was good. Uh, but again, like you said, there were moments in this match that were very great, uh, as you you know said earlier. Um, I was happy that it ended in a countout and Lana won because it was the only thing that mattered at that point because everything else was trash except for Peyton getting a big uh, win over Bailey, which I'm sure we'll we'll get more to. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. We'll see what how, how it goes um, going forward. Maybe they'll they'll meet up at WrestleMania or something like that or on a switch trade or something. But it was good that Bailey, you know, was uh, in a gracious mood to let somebody have a shining moment in Survivor Series. So I thought that was pretty cool. So here comes my counterpoint. You ready for this? Because you weren't the only one that said this match was too long. But we have a hashtag that goes around all the time saying give women a chance. Well, they gave the woman a chance. Maybe they didn't knock it out of the park. But as you mentioned, in these five-on-five -five matches, it can be kind of a schmoz. But there's a lot of women here that deserve some time. So the reason why this match was won is because they wanted to give Peyton Royce her run. 
They wanted to give Lacey Evans her rub. They wanted to give Liv Morgan a little bit of rub. They wanted to give Natty some time to work with some of the younger women to make them look good. Nia and Shayna had to get their shit in. Bianca had to have her, their moments. So that's going to add up to some time. If they cut this match short and didn't give, say they cut out Peyton and Lacey and had them get eliminated immediately, people would be bitching about that. So it's one of those things where it's hard for me to complain about it being too long when it's like, I'm glad that everyone got their opportunity. What they do with it, that's a different discussion. But I think either way, like if this match would have gone short, people would have bitched about that. So in my opinion, I would have rather had it go long to at least give them an opportunity to show what they got. Was it a home run? Absolutely not. But that's going to happen sometimes, my friend. You called me a friend. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm in a friendly mood today, for now. It's Thanksgiving week, folks. It's gobble gobble. Should, should we thing. get to the uh, the actual wrestling uh, main event of the show? Uh, yes, so let's talk in the about thread it. right before the entrance started, I said, if Drew McIntyre doesn't have that big fucking sword, I'm out. But he has it. He had the shoddy sword, baby. And I loved it. I will say this, though. I don't want it on every entrance. I want it in big matches situations. I think it's a great prop. So, yes, yeah, keep that going. This match was fine. I saw some people say it was match of the year, and I laughed because it was clearly the third best match in the card at best. Uh, but obviously the ref gets taken out. Roman cheats using Anuso to take out Drew. So we figured, uh, a lot of people figured Roman would win. I went with Drew with the home run. I was wrong. But obviously Roman keeps on rolling, but Drew doesn't look weak because he had to cheat. So I guess this was the schmoz we were expecting. This one, this one is more about character work. That's the thing. I don't necessarily think that Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, excuse me. I don't expect that Roman Reigns is having these quality matches. He's having quality character moments. He's not having these five star classics. And people say Drew McIntyre versus Reigns was it, the two of them together have magic. There is charisma and all sorts of like. Um, it's a big fight feel. Yeah, there's just something there. I don't know how to explain it. There's something definitely there. There is chemistry for sure. Uh, but I just, and this is the part that kind of makes me kind of cringe is when people say that Drew McIntyre and, you know, Roman Reigns are the equivalent of the rock and Austin or the, or Stone Cold or, and, and Triple H or the rock and Triple H going back and forth. I, you know, maybe down the line, we don't have enough of a sample size to really understand if that's true or not, or even, you know, and you have to use it in a certain way to, to explain it. But I don't, I see them as the top guys. Yes. But I don't see them as guys that are going to be on a Mount Rushmore as of right now. So it's really hard to have that argument. I always hate the like the greatest and the Mount Rushmore arguments and people saying shit like that because it makes no sense to me, not one sense. So I know I'm probably going to be fickle about everything, but I just have to say uh, this match wasn't the best for me. Uh, like I said, it seemed very predictable at certain points. Um, once we, st- I still don't like the idea of the Superman punch for him. I, I really dislike it. I I think it takes away from the character because yes, he is the golden hand and whatever you want to talk about Thanos and all that jazz. But God damn it, like it's such a baby face maneuver that I fucking hate that he still has it. Like I, I don't I don't like it. It it the, the big show, you know, knockout punch, I guess it's fine because it's the big show and it's the slow punch that hits you in the face. It's a it, shitty move. That's an even shittier yeah. move. But, At least Romans have less on that <laughs> Well, I mean, how I mean i will say this much, everybody shits on it, like in terms of like there is no athleticism. Try to jump and throw a punch. It's very difficult. So I mean it especially is, it to is look that good doing it, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's not easy, especially if you don't have an MMA background. It's it's not easy. Uh, but again, it's a baby face maneuver is what I would harp on here. And uh, I'm not necessarily in love with it. And we'll probably end here on something that both of us will trash. So let's get into it. Let's get it over. I mean, you know. So The Undertaker had his final farewell, which is bullshit, because you know this fucking money-grubbing geriatrics going to come back again. But it's just like... So when they did this, I'm like, okay, he'll come out, he'll say a few words, that's it. But it was a lot more than that. We had a dog and pony show with the most random fucking group of people that come and parade out. And then they don't even stay for the ceremony, so whatever. I will say, I'll start with the positives of this first. I thought the sizzle montage they did was fucking dope. That was very well done. I thought Vince's speech was good. The Paul Bearer hologram moment was very cool. Everything else was a big pile of steamy shit. All of it. It was it was a waste of my time. I literally I jokingly said I should turn it off. I should have because I know some people wanted to have a moment here, but fuck it. I'll have my moment when they induct him into the Hall of Fame next year because God forbid he can ever be out of the fucking limelight. It's just I just this was fucking horrible. I'm sorry if you liked it, but it fucking sucked. 
See, people are going to see this as disrespectful. They're going to say that we don't respect him, and I, that's not the case at all. I think that we definitely that's not the case at all. No, we respect we respect the Undertaker for everything that he's done. We respect the Undertaker for all his hard work. You know what he put his body on the line. I never ever will discredit anybody for their for what they put their body through. That 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 I will never discredit. What I will discredit somebody for is the. You know, and I, I'm sure everybody gives a shit in the, the Jabberknocker thread about, you know, he definitely stay, overstayed his welcome. He did all these things, that, you know, whatever. And nobody had the balls to kind of, like, kick him out, I guess, is the best way to describe it. But, you know, for me, I look at this moment as it was long overdue. It needed to happen. But the Bug Zapper music was kind of okay. But I didn't really understand what the hell was going on. And then, of course, on top of that, you know, they parade all these people out. And then... They all look great, but they didn't even get a chance to, like, do anything with The Undertaker. Then, randomly, Vince comes out and says his thing, and which was fine. And then, you know, you had the five-minute Taker entrance. The Taker didn't even really even say anything that meant anything. You know what I mean? Like, to me, he didn't say anything that was profound. It wasn't something that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Like, certain speeches to me, when somebody retires or says something the last time, like... You know, somebody, you know, like uh, Lou Gehrig said, you know, like, I consider myself, you know, one of the, you know, luckiest men on the earth or whatever he said specifically. I'm probably butchering what he said, but it's like an iconic statement. Like, he didn't say anything that was Undertaker-ish iconic. He just said, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to rest in peace, which anybody can argue that, yeah, I guess is is somewhat iconic, but it's so, so normal for the Undertaker to say it didn't say anything profound. What I would have preferred was for him to actually take off his hat, his gloves, the real time and say, I'm actually... You know, as Mark Calloway, I'm saying thank you to the fans. I'm saying thank you for everybody that has ever paid attention to The Undertaker, given a ticket to The Undertaker. I thank you. Because that, to me, would have been more definitive than, and everybody's going to say, oh, I want to see The Undertaker one last time. I want to see The Undertaker one You're going to see The Undertaker 500 fucking times. It doesn't matter. What would have made this segment better for me is Mark Calloway, the person, taking off the garb at some point and wearing the gray outfit would have been fucking awesome, as I said with TJ before. But he never does it. And, you know... There were a lot of cool segments for this guy, but I, I, I'm just, I think I'm over the Undertaker. I've been, I've been immersed in more Undertaker now that he doesn't wrestle than when he did wrestle. Yeah, I, as has been well documented on this program over the years, I'm very over it. Uh, I just like it. I was finally getting to the point in WrestleMania where I hadn't bitched about him in like a year because he's rightfully gone away and hasn't done much except for the, since the Boneyard match, which I thought was incredibly well done. That was how to do it. But it's just like when they pull out shit like this again, and it's just like, it's one of those things if you want to do one last entrance in front of a crowd, but we don't have a crowd right now. So that, that was probably part of the reason why it took me out of it. But it just, I just don't see, didn't see the value in it. And it, again, there's nothing disrespectful against him because his career is unmatched and will always be unmatched between WrestleMania and everything else. And what he did for the, for the industry as a character, as a person, as a wrestler, everything. But it's just like it's hard for me to appreciate it when I'm getting when I'm getting this constantly. So, so yeah, yeah. He, he's way he's way too much on my program. But we'll talk about more. Somebody else is on my program way too much as well. <laughs> anyway, we should get into the regular meat and potatoes of this program. It is time, in my opinion, to get shiny. Don't you believe it? I think so. You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. That ding is Always just... in the shine, Mandy Rose. Uh, she's still injured, so but she still gets shine because she's the best. Just go to her Instagram if you want to see her. Because uh, that has nothing to do with this whew. program, Josh. Who? She's a perfect ten. By the way, uh, Corey Graves snuck that in the commentary. It's great. Wearing my perfect ten shirt for all you viewers that can't see me since this is they're an not audio viewers, podcast. they're listeners. There's a difference. Yeah, well, eat it. Uh, so we uh we had I'm not, I don't really have much uh. On SmackDown, because it was a lot of Survivor Series buildup, but I will say I enjoyed the Buddy-Seth match. Um, I thought it was a very good match. I'm glad Buddy got the big win. With uh, He's now part of the Mysterio family, so, you know, Vince loves shortening name. Let's just call him Murphy Mysterio, you know? Eminem. Wait, you said shortening the name, but giving a name. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, because he wants to get rid of the Buddy. He just wants Murphy. No, no, no. But now he... that he's a Mysterio, he's Murphy Mysterio. No, he should be Murphyrio. <laughs> Murphyrio. <laughs> That's horrible. Booyaka, booyaka, 619. Yeah, Murphyrio. That's what it is. Murphyrio. Come on. No, it's not. It's it's not worse than calling somebody Shorty G. That's what I would say. Uh, It worked. Chad Gable. To the moon, baby. Yeah, right. What's the opposite of the moon? Jupiter? I mean, that's what it was. Cold. Uh, That's what it was. 
Top three in a battle royal, and he looked great. I'm saying uh, no. I'm he, saying Shorty G. I'm saying, I'm saying Shorty G was a was a was a miss. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but it was to get us to where we are now. It's all about the journey, WrestleMania. So sometimes you've got to enjoy it because the end point is bright, and we're in the shine. So. Do you have any thoughts on that? Because uh, I don't have much else to say about that. No, match. it was a great match. Okay. The one thing I will say that bothered the fuck out of me, like right out of the gate, was like, here's his defining moment, at least in Murphy's career, because Seth Rollins is held in such a high regard. Like, he walks out every week, and I, I just got to do it because I miss this, but. <laughs> like, he does that laugh, and I love it, but this is one of those things where I just, I can't help myself. The match was great, and then I felt like they took his fucking moment away when Sasha, like, they rushed the Sasha thing happening. And I would have loved to have it go backstage where, like, people were celebrating with Murphy, like, go get him, wonderful, like, just anything. But it was just, like, it was such a rush job. No, I know it's time. I get it. But it was just... I'm confused, baby. Actually, you know what it was? I'm sorry. You know what? It wasn't Murphy's time at all. It was... It's boss time. Yeah. So it was boss time. It wasn't Murphy's time. But this point I need to make, though, she's already a star. She could have waited. Murphy needed that. Murphy needed to win a big W and get his girl and the whole thing. Like, they just crapped on a C-line story that I was just like, come on. Like, you're going to parade this. And honestly, here's the other part, too. I'm not going to get into, like, the, the heat part of this. But Sasha and uh, Asuka's thing on SmackDown was the drizzling shits. Like, that was uncomfortable. Whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, why are you bringing up heat and shine, buddy? Why bring up in the shine? No, I gotta no, listen. It, out of here. It's connected. Get that out of it's here. Connected. Get that out of here. It's connected. It's not connected. It's, it's connected. not connected. It's a different segment. It's a different segment, bro. Get that. Get that shit out of here. Survivor Series is in the past, but you know what you complained about WrestleMania? What you've complained about for months? Survivor Series doesn't have any stake. It has an Otis, yes, but not stake. But you know what, WrestleMania? On the fallout from Raw on Monday, we found out there were some stakes because those five men who clean sweep SmackDown. They get a chance to make their opportunity for a WWE championship because they're winners. Uh, so, and the New Day lost, so they had to defend their titles again. So I'm seeing stakes everywhere here. Bobby Lashley won his match, so he got an opportunity to compete to be a number one contender. So look at that. This is something that I would have liked them to tease like before Survivor yeah, that's, Series. That's where I'm but they go actually it. used it. Yeah. It doesn't matter, though. Yes, they it does it matter. Stakes. So Survivor Series mattered, no. so you don't matter, and your argument is erroneous. You don't like fun, and you don't like stakes. So we're going to take you and you're out of here, bitch. No, look, 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 look. Stakes imply, <laughs> stakes imply. That no they, stop talking. Stakes imply Never. that when you watch something in that moment, it mattered. It only mattered after the it fact. It did matter. Any, listen, any schmuck like ourselves can come in here a day after and say what was great and what was wrong. In the moment, if we watch something and went like, ooh, if the New Day or Street Profits lose, they're going to have to defend their titles immediately. Like, that would have been fine. However, they didn't do that. If Adam Pierce had said winning team gets a favor, as you said on this program, that would have added stakes. Again, stakes have to be in the match that you look at, not after the fact. It doesn't mean anything. It's the there most... were stakes. No, there, there were weren't. Stakes. After the match doesn't matter. You can always add stakes after to make something mean something. It doesn't matter like that. I'm saying in the moment you need to have stakes in anticipation of the mistake. Because here's the thing. You didn't anticipate any any peril, any peril at all on that SmackDown or Raw side when they were having that five well, on five for each. There's no way. That's what stakes are for. They're stakes no, because they're for eating. You're an idiot. They're gonna make the me stakes happy when are go in, in the moment. When you're creating a moment, you have to do that. Stakes can be added after they did on Monday, and it worked. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm saying stakes need to matter when I'm leading up the anticipation for the action and a surprise while I'm watching the matchup so I can feel vulnerability taking out of my regular everyday life and being like immersed in it going, oh my God, if so-and-so loses, I get to fucking scream and be like, no, why? No, but they didn't do that. They had Adam Pierce have a dog and pony show on Monday. That's all. He's doing this, and I'm not going to No, I don't even I don't, I don't think, do I have wah, a Well, you know what, Nephilimania? You know what I want to do to you right now? Headbutt you. Really? Yeah. Let's go. The headbutt heard around the world. He bruised the ball dome of Adam Pierce. Your boy, Adam Pierce. Don't give him uh, my boy. You know what? Here's, no, no, no. Here's why this is shy, Nephilimania. What is the best version of Braun? Not talking. Destruction. <laughs> and when Braun is feuding with management, 
That equals lots of destruction in our future. They could have threw him in these title shot opportunities, but we know they're not going to make him number one contender right now. So what's the point? Instead, they creatively found a way to quote unquote suspend him. So now he is doing what he does best. 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 Yeah, I can't speak. Feuding with management, which means he can destroy shit, destroy people. Like, he's like the good version of retribution all by himself. Oh, because he can cause chaos without Molotov cocktails and without fucking just breaking glass randomly. Braun is a stud when he's destroying things. So that's what we're going to get now because Braun is now feuding with the man. And that man is Adam Peters. <laughs> I, the, I I can't get bring in heat, you said. So I have to wait. I have to wait for this, but it's fine. You're giving me the option to to, to get into it, but I can't. Like you're like, don't do it. You have to say nice. Well, things. it was just it was just part of this segment. Honestly, I enjoyed this segment because, like you said, they did make something matter after the fact. It, I would have preferred it before, but at least we got it. I do like the setup of these different matches because my favorite. What have we been talking about with Raw the last month? The title picture has been exciting because there's contenders between it with Orton and the Fiend and the Miz. So now it's like you've got all these these five guys who won, but then you're throwing in Lashley and you're throwing back in Orton. It makes it exciting because you're like, I can see the division. And you can be like, oh, this guy and this guy, how are they going to match up? And uh, obviously the uh, three man who won was Riddle got the upset on Sheamus, which surprised me because honestly, I thought they might be doing the Sheamus Drew, but they're clearly saving that. Lee beat Lashley by DQ, which was another interesting thing with MVP costing him the match to save him, it seemed. And then of course, Styles beat Orton in the main event. So we have Styles, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle next week. I mean, I think we both think it'll be Styles who will probably win. But I think it's exciting just to have a ton of contenders vying for what is the top prize in wrestling. They don't always treat it that way, though. No, look, I, I totally agree with you. I think that that's wonderful. Uh, the, um, first off, I have to hit this button again. I'm sorry. I just missed this button. Riddle and Sheamus, I love that shit. Like, Ooh. I, I, uh, you give me shit all the time. Like, this ain't ballet, Nestlemania. You know, whatever, that's fine. But here's the thing. You're right. It isn't ballet. And these guys just beat the ever-living shit out of each other. I love that stuff. Like, I, I get more boned up for guys just beating the shit out of each other than fucking flip-flopping gymnastic Rickle. What, no, Rickle. Uh, excuse me, Ricochet. <laughs> Riggle. Leave Ricochet out of it. Yeah, Rickle, Don Rickles. Uh, so the, Ricochet does that pew 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 stuff, but the 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 meat and potatoes of like just beating the shit out of each other, like just just really hitting hard. And you know Riddle's okay with it. And the other thing too is like he was an MMA fighter, of course. Right, he is. he's gonna be fine. And Sheamus <laughs> is probably like, yeah, bruh, you just bring it. Like I'll, I'll I'll hit you just as hard. And that's that's where you get those moments where like I'm not gonna say this because. People are going to have a field day with whatever I say anyway. But here, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. There are a lot of wrestlers out there that are pussies. Like, they're just like... Yeah, no, you're right. I'm they don't want... Like, the Miz doesn't want to get hit in the face, which I understand. The Miz like is a pussy, but it works. But it works, yeah. that's so who the Miz is. But I mean, like... So it there, doesn't bother there me. There are certain but wrestlers. There are certain wrestlers who just don't take a beating. Like, And that's part of, like... I understand, like, like on longevity-wise, like, it makes more sense to not do that kind of stuff. But God damn it, like, you know... In a, in, a, in a trained environment, in a very safe environment, it's okay, in my opinion. And then this was a very safe environment where both people were, you know, both willing, which is very important, and not to hurt somebody just to hurt somebody. So I love this stuff. I can't, you know, it's not top two, obviously, but it's at least top three, top five this week, in my opinion. Super hot fire match. That's what I guess. We should start doing super hot fire match of the week. That's what we should be doing. I started it last week, but like most things I start, I usually do them once, and then think about them again in like a year, so... Yeah. We'll see. Um, but I will say this, WrestleMania, as you were talking, I kind of realized that I'm like, he was the shining star of that opening segment. He was part of the best match on the show. And he was part of one of the best backstage segments in a long time. Matt Riddle MVP backstage segment. As it started, I'm like, what is the point of this? But by the end of it, like, it was so good. The side that Matt Riddle had when MVP said he wasn't his bro, oh, it was yeah. one of the hardest I've laughed in a lot of time. <laughs> like, I literally had to find the clip on Twitter and keep watching. He was just like, oh. Like, it was just it was so well done. And MVP, who was so good at not breaking character, almost broke character because it was so good. He kind of had to, like, catch himself and be like, eh, no. <laughs> just like, this segment was so well done. I think it also teases the possible, like, Riddle versus Lashley and maybe the yeah. Hurt Business in the future, yeah. which I think would be fun. But, like, this segment, man, like, Oh, man. Like, if you didn't watch Raw this week, if you skipped it, seek out this segment. Because these are the things about Matt Riddle. As much as you want to hate him, you have to love him at the same time. Because he brings something that no one else brings. And it's so fucking natural. It's just natural yeah. for him. Because he's a fucking oaf. 
The funniest thing was I was going to send out a tweet when I first watched the beginning of Raw saying like, oh, they RVD'd him again. Like, he's just like, whatever, bro, you know, dopey and whatever. And (laughs) here's a pot joke here. Here's a pot joke there. Pot joke everywhere, yada, yada. But the second, like, I I didn't hit send him like, well, let's see what happens in the match. And of course, I got boned up for that, Russell Boner. And then, of course, we get to that segment you just talked about. And I was like, he's not RVD. He's he's at least like he's leaning in hard into this character of like, ah, like he's just. He has like <laughs> he has something that is very intangible, I think, and that like it sucks. Whether regardless of like the human being, I'm not going to give the human being a pass. But if I have to, if I'm stuck watching him, at the very least, I can't n- deny the talent. So it's it's hard because I'm not going to say he's an Nestle guy, nor am I going to be the person to say I'm going to root for him because I'm not. But if he's going to be on my television, at least he's not a complete waste of my time, I guess, in terms of the wrestling ability. So. Yeah, he, 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 it was a great week for him because I think, honestly, his call-up has been incredibly underwhelming, like a lot of guys from NXT seem to be. Uh, but I think that like the switch to Raw was good. And I think in the Survivor Series build-up, he was kind of the shining star of the build-up. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I mean, there's there's a lot to, to unpack, I'm sure, about the rest of Raw. Not not, not necessarily SmackDown. Be my team. guest. Be my guest. You, uh, do you, I mean, do we have I anything... Might- I don't, I mean, I, I will say, I don't mind her business in New Day. Again, I know Ray was bitching like, some people say it's a rerun. Well, it was. I would have liked to see them maybe delay this. But again, I like that it was a fallout from Survivor Series. And I like the Hurt Business going them into it. So I'd like to see the Hurt Business to maybe go them into another opportunity down the line. Uh, again, but again, when those two teams wrestle, I'm all for it. Sure. Uh, I right before we came on air. Someone said Shelton Benjamin at age 35, whatever he is, is still one of the best workers in the company. And it made me smile because it's so motherfucking true. Having the young stallion with Cedric and the older stallion with Shelton Benjamin. These aren't little puns, by the way. Taking on one of the best tag teams in the world, New Day. I'm never going to complain about that, man. I'm never going to complain about that. I will say very much so that I will complain. And uh, I will complain specifically specifically about the... uh, the, the random like count out, which I'm sure was important for the, the commercial break, but it seemed like it was weird. Like it was unnecessary in a weird way. Like they just didn't know how to like transition into a break or it was by accident. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, but it threw me off as a viewer and be like, oh, they went to commercial break. Great. And then they came back and like restarted the match. That's okay. Whatever. Um, but the match was good. The match was fine. And it's just, it felt like New Day had kind of like they were kind of heelish in, in in Survivor Series mode, and that's great. And they were a little bit more aggressive, and then like they turned into kind of not aggressive again with the hurt business. So I was kind of like, what chameleons, are we? bro. What? They're chameleons, bro. Yeah, I know they have they to change be. their colors based on the the what the, their environment. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. That's gonna be stuck in my head now. Thanks. You can <clears> come and go. You don't even know that that is. Who's who's part of? No, I know what that is. Yeah. Who is it though? I don't know who is it, but I've heard that song. You're a fucking idiot. You don't know anything past 1990. I know a or, lot of things. But I'm not 67 like you. 67? So. It was in the 80s, dude. The 80s. Yeah. I was born, I in, was the born in the second half of 19... Or the May. The May of 89. So I had like six and a half this months is my This 80s. is my core argument with you. You sit there and you say... I'm in the, I, 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 was born in 1989, therefore I don't have to know anything before that. Yeah, no, you, hold no, on, hold on, hold, hold, pump the brakes. But you, um, and I'm giving you a compliment before I smack you in the face verbally. This is, a, I'm telling you folks, JC is- I'm gonna headbutt you. I know. There's one of the most knowledgeable people I know when it comes to sports in general about anything, anything, when it comes to statistics, whether it's a good take, anything about sports. He even knows stuff that is prior to when he was born, but you don't do your due diligence when it comes to wrestling when it comes before hold you're on. born. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. And I think that it's rude well, this is what I'm say stuff like that. Or pop culture. No, this is what I say, Nestlemania. So here's the thing. I am a big fan of history. But here's the thing. If I spent my entire lifetime trying to learn everything that happened before I was alive, I wouldn't get very far. So you pick and choose what interests you. Sports? One of my major interests. So of course I go back and learn about it. Oh, well, I also like, like, actual history. Like, not so much American history because... <laughs> We're barely old, so we shouldn't be so fucking like, oh, American history. Fuck that shit. It's like 300 years. But like world history, like battles and stuff, and like ancient Mesopotamia, Egypt, Rome, Greece. I love that shit. So I put my time into things like that. I don't go back and learn random pop culture things that are irrelevant now because they're from before the time and no one's going to fucking understand anyways. So for old people like you. I'm not I literally old. had this conversation with Sherubin yesterday who is an old like you. He's like, how do you not know this random TV show from 1960? I'm like, I heard of it. 
know nothing about it because I don't fucking care. I care about other things that I'd rather invest my time in than some random fucking thing that's relevant to you because you were born then. Let me tell you this. You want, you want a time saver? You want to know up on pop culture? All you have to do, legitimately, is go and watch VH1's I Love the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. It'll catch you up on the entire pop culture Again, phenomenon that you need. I don't care. I I'm don't just, care. It's, it's culture, Bubba. You got to do it. It's culture, Bubba. I got plenty of culture, bro. No, 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 no. different kind of culture. Hey, don't, don't. I know all about old school culture of things that I care about. I don't care about. Don't bro me unless you know me, buddy. You're talking about. Don't bro me, bro. I'm gonna. Don't bro me. That's not a button. I refuse to make that a button. By the way, I refuse to make that a button. Bro, we got way off track. Are we in the heat or the shine? I don't even know anymore. Let's go to the heat because I got nothing else. Really? Okay, good. We're gonna go to the heat. Get him off my TV! Get him off my TV! Get him off my TV! All right, everybody. We're very comfortable. Adam Pierce is a dick. That's what I'm going to start with. <laughs> I really fucking hate this man. I don't know what it is. It's just like, I don't know if he has blackmail on the McMahon family. I don't know if Triple H owes him money. I don't know what the hell Vince McMahon is smoking, putting him on that much of my television. But good goddamn it, JC, I don't know what the fuck to do when I watch this man. But WrestleMania. Here's your alternative. Your boy, Pat Buck, who you went around this program, how you hate Pat Buck. Listen, listen. Pat Buck is a ginger, and I love gingers, but... Okay, Scal fanboy. I... Do you want to get into that? Do no, you wanna... you're a big fan of Eva Marie. That's what you're talking about, ginger. That kind of red, right? I'm not... I Listen, I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want to get me in trouble. Let's not talk about the four-letter word, all right? Big Christy Hemi guy? I, you, you know what? I am a big Christy Hemi guy. Thought, thought that she was pretty decent. Anyway, let's get beyond that. Uh, no, listen. I thought that it was kind of like a, a big deal, but um, Adam Pierce needs to be off my television. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's too much. The, the whole thing of like, he has a segment with, uh, you know, Bobby, and then he comes back, he has a segment with Randy, which I get was was necessary, but it just felt so overloaded with him. And it's just like, he's the Roman Reigns of authority figures sometimes, where he's just like shoved down your throat okay, sometimes. Okay, so... Because like, I, I do agree, he's way overexposed. I would like to see them, maybe they have different people actually interact, but he's probably the only one that can like speak well, maybe that they feel. Um, so that's why he's in this position. But it's just, I'm also, I'm a big authority figure guy, but do you want them to try out the McMahons again? People will bitch about that, you know what I mean? So I just, it's, I don't know if I, they kind of need that presence because you need like that to bounce ideas off of. And I think there's just no one else, and they're not comfortable making GMs or whatever, and they're not going to put random USA exec on TV. So it's just, I think they kind of put themselves in a bind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your alternative, then, is what pretty much what I'm asking. He's a, he's a secret GM. He's a secret oh, GM. God. That's what he is. Oh, God. He is. He's a secret agent GM. That's exactly what he is, folks. He he is literally flying under your radar. It's like, he's not a, he's not, he's not a Constable Corbin. He's not a in a room GM. He's in a WWE official. That's exactly what he is. With with getting this, he's upgraded with talking ability. That's exactly what he is. He's Pat Buck with talking. That's what he is. But he's yeah. all over my goddamn television. <laughs> it's too much. And listen, again, it's erroneous for me to even say this. I'm wasting too much of my breath on this man, but I have to say this much. Why? Like, why? Like, they, it's 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 like if the women are talking, he's in there. If the men are talking, he's in there. It's just like, I get it. But it, he doesn't even have an office. He's just everywhere. It's not like no, he did have an office because when they knocking on his Charlie was knocking on his door. That was the trainer's room, JC. Oh, that's right. He had the trainer's <laughs> Maybe room. that's his office. He's, Maybe that's his office. He's, he's not even a remote GM. He doesn't have a location. He's a traveling sales GM. That's what he is. It's oh, erroneous man. to me. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. Sorry. Anyway, I don't know what oh, my original well. point was, but he needs to get off my fucking team. No, no, I think not... your point was that you don't like Adam Pierce anymore. He's, no, I'm just he didn't just scale it back like sixty percent. That's all I'm saying. If he's gonna be on my television, it's fine. But don't try to sneak under the radar that he's a GM, but he's not a GM. Like, the well, then that's that he... the You should have been a big fan of Braun injuring him. I was. And you might forget. I was. But here's the other. Here's the other segment. That here, again, we're gonna get on the Adam Pierce stream. Let's just let's just lay out on it, JC. Let's look, lean into it real fucking hard here. Mm-hmm. On fucking SmackDown, he got to pick oh Otis. He got to pick, and then so here's because the they thing. ran out of time. No, I know, right? But but <laughs> Raw, 
Raw didn't have the luxury of having him pick somebody no, for Raw. No, because Raw has an extra hour. What is just like, what is he, the fairy god GM? He's just like, boop, you get to be in Survivor Series. Boop, you get to be on a team. Boop, you get a tag match. Boop, you get a women's world title. You know, it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. He needs to have a fairy godmother just flying around with him. He's just granting shit all over the goddamn place. And here's the other thing. You could have, listen, you could have combined that Bobby Lashley argument with the Randy argument at the same time. You should have Bobby come up first and then have Randy be like, ah, yeah, 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 I got this. And then talk and be like, I gotta, I gotta go talk to somebody else that isn't a Bobby Lashley or RKO. Come back later and then make that second. Uh, here's the other thing too. Erroneous argument, I'm sure. Here's the other thing. This is where I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind, but it's my segment, JC, so I'm gonna do it. He comes out and says, <laughs> this is what drove me fucking insane. He comes out as... Charlie's like, I'm sorry to bug you, but have you made a decision already? And he's making a decision, and then he goes, and that match, which was Riddle versus Sheamus, starts right now. So if he said it right now, how did those two know that they had a match? Like, it was just, like, instantaneous. They didn't even give him a segment to get, like, it was just so stupid to me where I was just like, Bro. It, just, it was just like, and everybody's gonna be like, oh, they were backstage and catering, just waddled out there, whatever. But no, it's just like. The, the the logical standpoint of it was just so fucking stupid to me where it's just it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I'm I, done. Again, it's, it's one of those things where you're like I mean I'm me. I know. Oh, I'm yeah. me. And it's a combination of Raw being a live show and then needing to add segments and also the fact that like this is how it is in wrestling. It sucks and we're gonna complain about it, but it's just like it's <sighs> it's impossible for it all to be perfectly flushed out. Uh, but Nestlemania then if you wanted one less out of Pierce segment that means you must have wanted more time added to the woman's schmaz where Lana got a title opportunity against Asuka. But of course, Shayna and Nia had to beat up Asuka to cost Lana her match, which made hella, hella, hella an impromptu tag team match uh, where Asuka did pick up the win on Shayna and Lana, here's the lead, WrestleMania, did not go through a table. Nasty. That's what I have to say. Nasty. That's how I have to feel about this. This whole thing was gross. I don't even care. It was, so the Lana segment here was just like, I must be dreaming. Like, I, I was excited that Lana won. She had that promo of like, I must be dreaming. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Then here's the other thing too, where like Asuka was like pretty much laughing at her. She's like, you launched a title shot? I'll give it to you. And I was just like, oh, God damn it. Okay. Then it was like not a match, which was fine. Then it was a tag match where you knew that the fucking babies were going to go over, and that's whatever. It's fine. It's it's a lead-up. But now I'm like, okay, Lana and Oscar are going to be a fucking tag team, which I, I won't be able to stand. Because here we are in a fucking world where we have women's tag teams, maybe, and they're not traveling. They're staying on Raw. That's what I fucking hate. Like, just... I agree. And then, so here's the other part that we were talking about. Asuka's loss in this whole thing... Where I guarantee you at WWE TLC Sand Stairs, they're going to have a women's tag title match with the two of them. And there's going to be a women's title match too somewhere. With the, it's either going to be Asuka and Lana again, or it's going to be yeah, a four-way of them. I think we're going to get them. one of the other. Here's, I was going to say, I think we're either going to get the four-way of them or a women's tag team title match, which maybe the four of them is at TLC and the tag match is like the week before. Yeah. But I just, it's, it's going to be one or the other because. This is your picture, which kind of sucks because Lacey and Peyton just had that great showing. Yeah. They've kind of formed a tag team and they're not on TV. Mandy and Dana got written off TV. So it's just, and then the Riot Squad just like chilling on SmackDown all by themselves. Playing with uh, the chain NXT meal. actually has like four women's tag teams, but you know, nobody cares. Them down there, nobody apparently. cares. You know uh, what I would love TJ, to see? You, you, know, you know what? Nobody I'm sorry. I'm not here. No, actually, I'm not sorry, TJ. Uh, but. Nobody cares about NXT women's tag teams because they don't have a belt to, to go after because there's no stakes. They have this belt. This belt is but not, no, NXT, no, NXT, no NXT women's tag team has won those belts. But they've challenged for them. That's fine. But have more of yeah. them. I want to see so women's I want to see an NXT women win that tag belt because then at least it'll be defended. Maybe they will someday. You're erroneous. We need to move on. Not many people have held the titles. It's been the Kabuki Warriors, Bailey and Sasha. And now uh, these guys. Uh, these guys. And the Iconics. These guys. Yeah. The Iconics yeah. are dead, bro. That's four teams. Yeah, but that's four teams that's held the title. Okay, great. Why oh, and Alexa know? and Nikki. Five teams, I lied. Yeah. Speaking of Alexa and Nikki, match of the night, WrestleMania. Hey, listen, I will say this much. It was Gaga, uh, but I will say that uh, I must say, you know what? Because everybody Hit loves- my motherfucking music.
It's back. You happy now? You back? I'm very happy. Okay. And there you go. You're back. All right. So look, there's not much to detect here except for what the Firefly Funhouse blah, 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 blah was, but it was uh, a lot of fun. They killed a frog, Nestlemania. Not just any Moment frog. Moment of silence for the frog. The friendship frog. No, it was... Jesus Christ. You butcher <laughs> so much, it aggravates the fuck out of you me. Don't, you don't... I don't think you realize that I do it on purpose, but I know it drives you nuts. You don't even... I actually don't do it on purpose, but it's great that it drives you nuts. Friendship frog. Okay? That's what I said! No, you did not say that. I just said friendship frog. Roll back the tape. I literally just said friendship frog. Fine, and so I was wrong. fine. You I are fake news. Cancel NASA 2020. JC knows. JC right, knows. Anyway, whatever JC the hell he was no. called. It's erroneous, right? <laughs> Who cares? So they have this whole segment with the Firefly Funhouse, and it was fine. I appreciated it. Uh, but I don't know specifically where we're going with it because they kill more animals on this program than anything else. I will say it was very telling that she used the cross for Randy Orton. They talked about Randy Orton and Nikki Cross. I will very much say this much that... Uh, I was kind of surprised that they were really hitting home friendship a lot here. Uh, they had Nikki versus Alexa, which Alexa, to me, is a godsend. I think she's doing a wonderful job in the Firefly Funhouse, rejuvenating Bray. Uh, but also, uh, the other thing, too, is just, like, she comes out wearing, like, the Chucky, like, kind of weird little girl thing. But all I could think about was, like, when she does, like, the yeah, the little hand gestures or, like, the, pay and the play and the pain and all that stuff, she does a really good job. And then, yeah, but like the, to me, when she did the whole thing at the end where she was playing possum, I went, okay, this, th I'm buying into that portion of it. And, you know, Nikki's just standing there with, a, you know, like, kind of like, ah, fuck, I fell for it. Um, but the Firefly Funhouse was very telling for me where, okay, the frog was definitely a big deal when it comes to a lot of different things. And I'm sure me and Dom will get into it more, but we've talked a lot about it, uh, random stuff in this program. But uh, I'm excited to see where we go with Randy Orton and The Fiend. Um, not necessarily a huge fan of what happened in the main event, but uh, I do love what's going on with the fiend. So, yowie, wowie! It is what it is. Yeah, we knew we knew we were headed in this direction, so it makes sense. They've literally been hinting at it forever. Uh, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt were friends, as you remember, I believe they were tag champs together, right? I think it was like that Freebird rule with uh, yeah. Harper. So it had them and uh, Harper. Yeah, so they were they were tag champs together. Randy Orton was part of the Wyatt family for a brief time, so that is a friendship, and obviously. Then Randy burned his sister, and here we are. He burned uh, the yeah, house and uh, the sister. Let's not bury the lead here. He burned the house and the sister. He burned his sister. I don't know why that I put a house a before. I don't know why a house is worse than a person. It's not. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it works. It might have meant more to him. I don't know. Considering the now the, <sighs> it's a puppet. It's a whole thing. <sighs> but yeah, the, the ending was kind of like, whoop, there he is. Whoop, there he is. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, here it is. He's like, shaka, laka, shaka, laka. whoop. Shaka laka. We're gonna have to pay for royalties. Shaka. All oh, right, sorry. No, under fifteen seconds. We're good. That's not how it works, but okay. That not is how it works, actually. Fifteen seconds or less, and you get. We'll have to be under fifteen. Or it's like a music. jobber alert, or it's free. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I, listen, I don't have much more to talk about except, you know, fucking Drew McInfart was really the funniest fucking thing all week with the exception <laughs> of fucking... Like, I just couldn't start laughing with the Drew McInfart thing, but... WrestleMania, you should be thankful for Adam Pearce. Yeah, if he wasn't on my television, folks, he wouldn't have had the Drew McInfart club, which was awesome, by the way. Uh, but that's the name of the fucking podcast this week. I don't care what you say. It is If if, if Schlongy Sword couldn't be the, the title of last week, this Drew McInfart is going to be. So, by far. All right. Oh, is there anything that, like, I don't even know what else I really want to get into. because Don't care. Don't right. care. Let's get hopeful. You want to get hopeful? I say let's get hopeful. Glorious. You're my only hope. I got a quick one, Nestlemania. Yep. Coming up, we got tables, ladders, chairs, <laughs> and stairs. Uh, so, you know, we're going to see tables matches, ladders matches, uh, GLC matches, chairs match maybe. Uh, hopefully a stairs match, but I doubt it. But a uh, ladder match. Who would I like to see in a ladder match? It's a new day. Yes, it is. Versus the Hurt Business. There's the rematch. There you go for the title. That's where Hurt Business can win. That match would be super hot fire because when you take the new day, they do good stuff with ladders. Shelton Benjamin, icon with ladders. Cedric Alexander definitely could fuck with some ladders. Pretty simple. I want that match. Book it. I also want the Hurt Business to win. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC helps come true. Ladder matches, baby. So I'm going to take something JC said on Twitter and uh, use it either for him Ooh. or against him, depending on what he feels. Ooh. He did say on this program and as well on Twitter that he really wants Lana to be the Raw Women's Champion. So based on what is set in front of me for my hope, this is what I'm going to do, folks. On 
I forget what the exact Sunday is, but in December, there's going to be TLC, as he discussed. Uh, I would like to see a matchup where it is the Shania Payne versus Asuka and Lana for the Raw Tag Team, excuse me, the Women's Tag Team titles, as well as the Women's title on the line in a double jeopardy match where ev the winner takes all. Takes all ladder match, sorry, tables match. Because we've been talking about tables. This is an opportunity for Lana to put Nia through a table and take the tag titles away from them and accidentally become the Raw Women's Champion all at the same time. Uh, yeah, give me that. That's give what's going to happen. That. That, 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 that should happen. That is my hope, plain and simple. Tag and Women's title on the line. Whoever gets the deciding fall through the table is the champion. And Asuka could be like, wait a minute. I can lose my, my championship when somebody goes out through the table. Like, to me, that's a big deal because now you've got this weird dynamic where she accidentally wins. She can have that Seamus Cena moment where she accidentally becomes world champion. Also, the fact that she got one over on the idiots that were, you know, bullying her. So I think that'd be great. So hashtag Nestle knows. Hashtag Nestle's hopes come true. Hashtag Nestle Don't ruin it. Don't is... ruin it. What? Don't ruin it by trying to do erroneous hashtags. That's, erroneous! That's your head. That's yours. Exactly. Is that gimmick infringement? Is that what it is? No, I just, I just, I'm right. You're wrong. It's all good. But this, I want to be I'm right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, okay, can, Survivor you know Series. Who, 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 who won? Who won? Who won on Survivor Series? Me or you? I, I did. Uh, no, you, you know did what not. we could call I Lana? Did. I you, did. Know, you know what we could call Lana? Lana, lots of belts. <laughs> Let's go! Instead of Bailey Joseph or Sasha Kuchop, Lana, lots of belts. Let's fucking go! Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Mick Foley, you get my nickname. No, no, don't you, just, don't just, you dare. Don't you dare. Uh, <laughs> that is like Voldemort no. here on this program. No way. I'm just going to come back to Lana, bro. She doesn't deserve, I mean, she deserves all the credit in the world for this week. I'm all in on the Lana train. I love me a good underdog. She is the ultimate underdog. I root for underdogs. I want her to win. I saw pieces of her chronicle. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but uh, it makes me want to root for her. So you know what? Lana, you get my comeback. My comeback this week goes to one in particular person that strolled out in the Undertaker or Old Man Parade. That was Savio freaking Vega. I was so excited to see him. He looks like a million dollars, does not age. I'm always a Savio Vega guy, so I, I was super happy. Me and Ray Ray love some Savio Vega, so Ray Ray, this is partially for you too, but God damn it, Everybody else looked like dog shit in my opinion, but Savio fucking Vega looked like a million bucks. I'm giving him, give him another shot, Vince. Give him a talking point uh, or two. Maybe me a manager or something. I would love to see that shit, so... I'm excited to see Savio Vega. Obviously, it's part of the uh, BSK crew, but eh, it's okay. It's what it is. WrestleMania anyway, wants Savio Vega to be the Raja. That's exactly what it is. Get me off of a... Say, re replace bald guy with bald guy. It works. A better bald guy, personally. It's interchangeable. Anyway, let's hit the finish. WrestleMania, we teased it earlier. Uh, PWI put out their top 100 tag team. Who cares? Ours is better. We did the Jobberknocker tag, top tag team of the end of well, November to November, pretty much. Is what you need to know. Uh, BCS style, our boy uh, at TJ of the JK put it together. And uh, yeah, you should check out the list because it is super hot fire. We love tag teams here at the Jobberknocker. So you should check out to see where your favorite team ranks. Uh, so that's on Jobberknocker.com as well as, well as uh, WrestleMania. We record on a Tuesday. That's Impact Night. Then you can also listen to the podcast the next day on Wednesday, which is NXT AEW Night. Or, you know, if you're a little late to the party or this week, hey, it's Thanksgiving. We'd be thankful that if you listen to Thursday on the way to your in-laws, if you're actually traveling safely or when you have to spend time at home, listen to Joe Man after that, uh, that. And also, that's when NXT UK is on. We got you covered. Delta Bell on the website. Also, yeah, we'd be thankful, like I said, for five stars, five flames, a nice review on iTunes, on Anchor, on Google Play, on Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. So, you know, do the damn thing there. Twitter at Jobberknocker, at Nestlemania, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at Billy 2411 at Joe Pollock 47 at TJ of the JK, at DommyFed33, at Danny Fab with one N, one N. Follow everyone there. Facebook Jobberknocker. Instagram Jobberknocker. Yes, yes, it is. And yeah, we're not on other places, but. No TikTok. No TikTok. TikTok. Not TikTok. on Cameo because who would pay for us? And nobody would. 
Uh, they probably ask my us mom. to pay them. No, your mom's adorable, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's that's enough. <laughs> Jobber knocker, loved by your mom. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Hey, it is what it is, folks. So we have AEW. What else we got? We, we got anything else? We have AEW and NXT this week. I don't necessarily think there's anything uh, of uh, many things that are going to be happening. I'm sure here, but uh, do we know specifics of what's going on? Or so I was trying to look for AEW stuff, couldn't find it. So something's going to happen. They got their big match in a few weeks between Moxley and Omega. I believe that's next week. So we'll talk yes. about that next week. Uh, but for NXT, I know they're having a ladder match for the advantage in the War Games match. They did not announce the participants, but. Uh, I know the Twitterverse would really like to see uh, Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong because of their history there. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, there's obviously some options. That should be a fun little time. Um, I'm sure there'll be more fallout for the women's War Games match as well on NXT. So there's some stuff going on. I will say this much. How do you feel about Brit, ba Brit Baker getting her own talk segment? Because to me, I, I, in theory, I was very excited. Super hot fire. I was excited oh for God. it. I was excited for it. It was painful with hybrid team. Like, they were just awful. Oh, man. They're like, fucking. I know. I know anything. our boy Joe Stopper likes them, so I don't want to shit on them too much. But they fucking suck. Get them out of here. By the way, this week on AEW, women. Angelico, get the fuck out. Let's let's not barely here. Uh, Wednesday, Dynamite. It is apparently stacked this week. It says that women's world championship match between Sheeta and Anna J. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I, I literally knew this because Ray and I were tweeting about it. Anna J. Get the title shot against Hikaru Sheeta. I I'm actually am excited for this because. You know, we've kind of seen Anna J wrestle, but we haven't really seen her in, like, a big match. Yeah. So I'd like to see, like, wh how far she's developed, because as we know, she's been very green. So I'd like to see, like, her progress, especially against, like, the top of the division against Sheeta. Also on the card, we have the a Demo God with Jake Hager versus uh, SCU in a tag match to build that entire Without thing. no Scorpio Sky, though. It's the other two. No, they're not. The San Scorpio, yeah. Also on yeah. the card, we have Pac... And Phoenix versus the Butcher and the Blade. And the Blade. <laughs> and much more, which is what they say. And much more. <laughs> but yeah, it's so a super stack Butcher. card. But it's a super stack card. Yep. But that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure more and more with obviously, uh, well, you know, the big boy turning uh, uh, now part of Team Taz. I don't know if you saw that, but. Uh, yeah, Will Hobbs. I actually, we can, we can talk about that briefly. I was kind of talking about our boy Dom about it. I like it because this guy by himself, yeah. But you put him in a stable with another fucking roid rage guy and uh, Ricky Starks, so I think it's hilarious. I'm interested. Team Taz, like I said, it's been a slow roll for me. I still am not, like, I don't love Taz as the manager because I think, whatever, I think he's a little overexposed. But I'm beginning to like his uh, little team he's rounded out. So yeah, I'll give Will Hobbs a shot. Will Hobbs is athletic as fuck. Huge. Okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to say here, man. I'm just, I'm trying to, to help out the NXT and the, uh, you know, the AEW brand. Apparently, Ember Moon. No, you're trying to help out AEW. I, I, listen, I, I just went over to the NXT Twitter handle. That apparently, we have Ember Moon versus Mrs. Gargano or Mrs. Wrestling. That'll be an interesting match, don't you think? Apparently, yeah. I hope uh, we get to see. I hope we get to see the eclipse. And the uh, eclipse like you said, ass, the, the advantage for War Games is going to be a ladder match, which is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm, that's all they've technically said besides it's a bunch of gifs of uh, William Regal screaming war games is all I see. But other than that, you know, I'm sure we'll see something about, I think they said something Give is going to happen. Give me Cameron Grimes all day to the moon. The best part of NXT is Cameron Grimes. Give me some Cameron Grimes, baby. Listen, Cameron Grimes is doing uh, God's work at this point, folks, but I don't know if anybody's going to notice except us. That's all I feel about it. Like everybody Everyone probably hates him. Except for Ray. Ray Everyone him. loves him except for Ray. Ray's usually a good WWE homer, too. He just does not like Cameron Grimes. I don't know. Which, I mean, I, I guess it's okay, because you're not supposed to like Grimes, but... Eh. I don't like Johnny Gargano. I, but, I, I I just learned to appreciate Cameron Grimes, because I didn't like him either. But once I got back to stupid fucking body hair, dumbass beard, and the dumbass top hat, and the twenty fucking voice, I've come to appreciate him, because he's a fucking stud in the ring. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that's everything. Yeah. Unless you got anything else you want to yeah, say? Yeah, I don't... I don't. Right, Lana that. is the best. Lana number one. Not wow! Nestle Mania! Cancel Nestle! Cancel Nestle! Cancel Nestle! Fickle! I, I just got... I, I got... I'm like... I'm, somebody's got to take this thing away from me. Anyway, we hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. Please be safe out there, folks, if you are traveling, and make sure that you stay socially distanced if you can. Please wear a fucking mask, because we just need to be able to see each other again. I want to see everybody. 
I want to hang. Here's the thing. Very quickly. You know what? You know what I miss? I mean, obviously I have children, so I can't really do this right now, but I miss just hanging out watching a pay-per-view with my friends. Like that's yeah. what I miss more than anything at this point. So I, I want to be able to have like either host people back where we were for Royal Rumble. That was awesome. Like, the, you know, when I flipped out on the Kelly Kelly thing, like those are the things that I miss. That's what I miss about this pandemic is like actually hanging out with my friends and enjoying that like organic moment of like fun or disappointment or whatever together. I think that's what we miss. And you can't do it on Zoom. Yeah. You can't do it on FaceTime at the same time. So like everybody just pitch in. We're so close to the end here. I think we're so close. If we just all pitch in, maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful. I don't know. I'm being hopeful. Yeah. We're to get to where we need to be. Everyone's going to do their part. But WrestleMania, before we leave, it is Thanksgiving. Like you mentioned, and we fucking buried the Thanksgiving lead. The gobbledygooker had a reign as 24-7 champion as if that title could leap the dolphin anymore, baby. Uh, that was it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching the podcast. <laughs> Nobody cares about the gobbledygooker, especially. I thought The Undertaker, you know, him and, you know, they'll be synonymous together for the rest of their lives because they both debuted on the same night. That doesn't really matter. But anyway, uh, yes, who cares? It's a 24-7 title. It doesn't matter. We have already, we, I, I refuse to talk about this championship anymore ever again. It, it's, it's just useless. It's useless. It's almost as useless as other titles, but I won't say specific. But we'll talk about it next time. Anyway, thank you for joining the Jabberknocker. We'll be back next week with more Jabberknockery. <laughs> yeah!